Hey, it's your host, Abigail Pumphrey, and I'm on a personal mission to help more small business owners become financially free. I like to nerd out on all things business, marketing, and most definitely the numbers. I'm talking all the lessons learned as I turned a layoff into a seven-figure online business. I like to share it all and no conversation is off the table. We talk actionable strategies, biz challenges, and all the things life throws your way. Grief, anxiety, loss, and resilience are all topics you'll find here. So grab a cup of coffee and settle in because you're listening to the Strategy Hour podcast brought to you by Boss Project. Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got Crash Plan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. Crash Plan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Would you ever consider deleting your Instagram account that had nearly 40,000 followers? I mean, I did. (laughs) (laughs) I thought it was quite literally the best idea I'd had in a while. And I spent maybe months convincing Emily this was a good (laughs) idea. Okay, so let's rewind a second and talk about the first time Abby brought this to my attention, and then where we are today. So, you know, as you guys may know, business go in seasons and you put your attention in different places and you try different things and yada, yada, right? And so for a long while, we had kind of not paid attention to Instagram because we were focused on a lot of other stuff. And truly, like we can only be so many places in one time. But for some reason, that account like stayed semi-active and we were posting about our podcast and we would still get new followers and like it was still there. And so we would schedule posts and like kind of randomly show up. But like, as you can imagine, engagement was shit, like absolute shit, so much shit that we just like didn't even see the point in kind of posting on there because it wasn't going anywhere. It wasn't serving anyone and it wasn't serving us. And so a couple of months ago, Abby was like, what if we start over? What if we delete that account that's filled with maybe people who aren't interested in what we're saying, maybe people who just been following us for four or five years and like aren't in business anymore or like friends from college or whatever. And what if we just start over? And at first I was like, the fuck? No, I did not want to lose swipe up. I am and I will happily admit this, 100% a vanity person where we had a shit ton of followers and I liked that. But I also knew that having that really didn't mean that much revenue-wise or engagement-wise or really like to help grow our business in any way, shape, or form. And so I didn't completely like veto the idea, but I definitely was like, well, let's think about that one for a second. Yeah. Well, and my concern 
It wasn't that we weren't growing. Like I saw that we were growing, but it wasn't the kind of growth that made me feel good. Like it felt like people were just following us because they maybe saw an ad and and liked what we were putting out there. And there was no like follow up. It was like they followed us and then they weren't actually paying attention. And that isn't going to serve us in any way. And I mean, I have access to my analytics, my personal analytics, and then the analytics of the business account. And I could tell just from like a surface standpoint that my account with less than 10% the followers had on average two or more times the impressions on just stories, okay? And I know how important stories are in terms of getting people like paying attention on a regular basis. Because think about it. The people you watch on stories, you tend to watch those same people all the time. And yes, there's some people, if you keep swiping right, because you're like, eh, over it, then yes. The back of the queue. Yeah. Eventually they'll kind of get pushed away. But for the most part, you watch the same people over and over again. And so the fact that our account that literally had 10 times as many followers was getting half the people seeing, just seeing our stories was like alarming to me. And I was like, if we could even just grow it to a couple of thousand followers and we're seeing two or three times the impressions. Yeah. And actually had people engaged and people paying attention. I was like, let's do that. I don't care how many followers we have. Right. So we let it simmer for a couple of months, but then we got a comment that, at least for me, but I think for you also, really changed my mind and headed me in the direction of deleting our account. And the comment was something like, and I'm not literally not mad at the comment or the person at all, but it was kind of a rude awakening. The comment said something like, well, clearly all of your followers are bought because your engagement's so low. And I was like, oh, Oh, punch in the gut. Cause I'm in it. I will go on record right now. We have never, ever bought followers. We have never used an account to do the automatic liking and commenting back when those are a thing in the day. Literally, ever, ever. We've never even ran a like campaign on our Instagram. So, like, quite literally, ever have we ever paid for followers? No. And so when I read that, it hurt my feelings because there's clearly like, stigma around people who buy their followers. And I am not one of those people. And so I was like, please, please, please. That's not what we did. We literally just have this bad of engagement. Like that's what reality is. And so I think that kind of was like a slap in the face for me in the sense of, okay, we either really need to start over and like get people who are here, but also comma, if we start over, we have to have an intentional strategy about engagement. And so what does that look like? Right. Well, and here's the thing. I could have been swayed one way or another. And clearly, if you pay attention, I have been swayed both ways pretty heavily. But to me, this was a business decision, not like it wasn't something that I needed to make out of vanity. Like if I was doing it out of vanity, then I would have just left it and continued to have crap engagement because it's had no bearing on the success of our business. Like when we had a more engaged following and a smaller account, 
did it help? Sure. Like we did get business from Instagram, but like when the engagement went away, did our sales go down? No, not even remotely. Like, because we were doing so many other things and I totally realized that some people get in like a groove where they're really only paying attention in one, like on one platform. And so I totally get if you thought we like went into hiding or like we're not doing something because we it's not that we weren't. We were so busy, but a lot of it was just behind the scenes stuff. And I think I think there's this misnomer that if you can't see everything a business is doing, that means they're not working. And we just honestly had changed so much about how our business operates in terms of creating funnels and getting people in because you know, authentically showing up for a live launch as much as we were doing before, it was unsustainable and it was wearing y'all out. And so now you're like, do you sell anything? Yes. What do you sell? (laughs) Well, and we were doing a lot of summit promotions and like not just promotions, but work behind the scenes. Like, I don't think you guys quite realize how many months in advance we start working on prepping for a summit to get the right speakers to get everyone situated to do intro outros and presentations and all of that stuff. And none of that can be done on Instagram. Like we're building those relationships with our speakers personally, like in messages or phone calls or boxes. And so like all of that work, it's so much work, but it's not flashy and sexy online work. Right. It's not like, it's just not what you think of as showing up. It's, it's a different version of showing up. Right. And so Here's the thing. We sat down on a Friday, (laughs) last Friday, today is Wednesday. So it hasn't even been a week. Okay. So we sat down last Friday morning and Emily's like, let's do it. Let's do it. I'm all in. Let's do it. She, I don't know what I, the coffee must've been really good. She was on board. I was on like my third cappuccino. I think it was kind of like, it's either go big or go home, right? Like we haven't done something that caught people's attention in a long time and not to be tantalizing, but like just to like spark people again, right? And to get people reinvigorated and having a conversation. And truthfully, this is kind of a sidebar to this entire conversation, but you know, I had been talking with Abby and with our friend Jessica Ely about, you know, content in general. And what worked for us in the very beginning versus what's working now and what are people reading and liking and downloading and listening to, et cetera. And we had realized like we quite literally built our business on the idea of like, let us do something. And then once we figure it out, we'll turn around and talk about it and show you how to do it. And we had gotten to a point like where we weren't really doing anything new. Like we were just like creating systems and setting stuff up and like kind of doing boring stuff that wasn't really helpful for you guys. And so I was like, if we start over, we can quite literally share the journey of starting a new Instagram today. Cause everyone's always like, well, if you have an Instagram, like you were on it when it was working better or whatever. And so like we can learn the new way of growing and engagement and content, and we can then turn around and share that. So like for me, it was a really like, okay, scary, fun, cool, let's do it. But also that gives us content to share and talk about. Right. So we had actually made, I thought, a pretty firm decision of not only are we doing it, but here's what we plan on talking about on the new account. Here's what it is. I even built the new account. 
Y'all, some of you have found it, which is hysterical <laughs> to me. People. I did end up making it private, so you can't. You well, can't and we just can talk about me. that too. Like, I, I want to kind of go through our entire thought process. So, like, when we're sitting in the coffee shop and we're like, cool, 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 we're deleting it. However, what's our new game plan for a new account? Because we can't stick around with this one also. And like, what's our strategy for growth? What's our strategy for content? What are we going to do? And so a couple of the things that we had talked about, we're kind of over the like really professional curated feed. Because I think a lot of you are, but also like it prevents us from being able to show up kind of on our regular day-to-day lives on our regular feed if we're only sharing like professional shots, graphics, if it's like beautiful, beautiful, and then one of us throws in a regular coffee image or of my kid or a dog or whatever, that's still going to be pretty, but not professionally shot. Is it going to throw the whole feed in for a loop, right? So we kind of felt like, okay, it could be a fresh start for like being a little bit more toned down in the polishness, still have like, we're good photographers and we edit well, and we know how to find good light, blah, blah, blah. But like, What's the deal? Okay, so we'd kind of thought about that. We had also thought about how can we, in this version of business, in year four of business, you know, we're about to celebrate our four year anniversary in a couple of weeks, which is crazy. How can we show up authentically in a, okay, here's how to grow and do in your business when we're year four, but like the majority of people that we're talking to are still in year one? And so, how can we be really transparent and talk about stuff? So, we were going to talk about more of our day-to-day and what we're doing in business and what goes behind business decisions. We're going to talk about a huge conversation around profit and what does that mean. And that's like, I think that's part two of this conversation. I don't think we can dive into it all right now. We'll get there. Okay. We'll get there. But so it's going to be very intentional. We made a new account. We kind of came up with this new name, came up with this new idea of like taking you guys on this behind the scenes journey. Because we're not changing our business name. We're not. No, calm down, everybody. (laughs) So (laughs) taking you on this journey of behind the scenes and letting you really, really, really in on the decision making and what goes into it for the rest of this year to kind of do it as an experiment to see, is this what people still are interested in? And this is what they want to hear about, even though we're not year one in business or even year two, what does that look like? Right. And so I think the interesting thing is already decided it was happening. We had decided we, we were going to take Yeah, we, we had, had a meeting with our team. We had, we talked to our team about deleting it. We had a date. We were turning everything off. We had a date. We were starting the new one. And at this point we were like, we're just going to like let people in and kind of leak it basically to like get people kind of hyped for this thing. So I go home (laughs) and Emily and I are like, we're going to start talking about it on stories, right? Like it's only appropriate that we share on stories. Well, I was ready to tell the whole story. Like this is what we're thinking. This is what we're doing. This is where I think we're going with it. I was ready to like spill all the beans all over the table. All at once. And Emily's like, hold the horse. That's not what you said. But hold you, the horse. <laughs> you said, just chill out. What if we do like share this piece and then this piece and then this piece? And it's kind of like building up. I mean, it, trust me, it, it felt a little more like we were letting you in on the decision making. What I didn't realize is that we would actually let you in on the decision making. Right. I thought right. we would just That's talk about it. Mm-hmm. I thought we would literally just talk about it and like make you feel like you're being included, which I know that sounds weird, but uh, truly there 
Truly, we were like, decision made, we're just letting them in on everything. And then it was like, okay, share this piece. Holy shit, here's what everyone is saying. And then I call Abby and I said, I don't think we should delete our account anymore. (laughs) Well, but the funny thing is, so day one, or D-Day on Friday, (laughs) yeah, day zero, the day I tell people that this is, you know, we're considering it, like, has anyone ever done this? We got so much positive feedback. Like I would say nine out of 10 comments in our DMs were do it or I'm excited for it or I will follow you over there or I can't wait to see what you do with this or what an exciting opportunity or whatever. All of one person. Well, and I would say two this people. Bullshit comes in. <laughs> okay, so two people. One person, people. one person is a content strategist. And I admit, I didn't take her super seriously because she had a small following, which is terrible. How (laughs) rude of you. I know. But she was like, have you tried all these other things to boost your engagement? And to my defense, we actually have tried many of those things. Not necessarily last week or in the last couple of days, but we had tried a lot of things and it wasn't working and we weren't necessarily seeing traction. And so I was like, eh, whatever. You got this other comment. <laughs> oh my God. I'm not going to lie. I was I'm offended. Call her out right now. I was offended, Our, Haley. <laughs> she was offended. Our friend Haley Burkett is a fiery ball of energy. You guys know her, love her. And she came into our DMs and was basically like, guys, <laughs> I don't think that this is the solution to the problem that you think that you have. And it was like a major slap in the face. Like major. Because Haley is someone who knows a lot about our business. Like it, she has every right to say something like that because she knows intimate, intimate details about our business. Because we're very close friends. We've like been in masterminds with her, groups with her, whatever. So when she comes in and says that, it actually means something. And it holds a lot of weight. And it wasn't just from a stranger. But it was like, okay, let's let's take a breath. And let's put a pause because if you guys know us at all, you know that we make decisions sometimes really quickly and then like turn around and do a bunch of really cool, sexy things about that decision. And really like at the end of the day, like did that decision have to be made kind of thing. And so nothing has greatly, you know, hugely impacted us where it hasn't been fixable or pivotable or whatever. But like sometimes we make mountains out of molehills, basically. And so she was kind of calling us out on that and being like, cool, cool, cool. If the problem you say is X, this isn't the solution. And so we sat on the phone for a little bit again and we're like, okay, what if she's right? Like, let's play the cards that she's right. What can we do differently with what we have right now to produce the same results that we're after? Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low-ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low-ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. 
Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. With over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. And the interesting thing is simply by just saying that we were considering it, we got more people paying attention. And then... And then it was Within like the first day, right? Like, you remember day by day how it was going? Mm, not necessarily. It was sort of, it was kind of like I didn't believe it. And so I wasn't right. really whatever. I was still on board for changing it for a couple of days, even after what Haley said. And then I woke up one morning. Analytics don't lie. And I looked at the analytics and I was like, I can't ignore this. Like this is no, no longer can I just assume that this is unfixable when in three days we had anywhere, depending on if you're looking on our low end or our high end, anywhere from not three X to nine X our impressions on just stories. Because if we're talking about numbers, we start out, I mean, this sad, this is so sad. Guys, this is behind the scenes, real number shit. Like I'm embarrassed to tell you this. How many? I want to, and I want to put this into context. We have, just so you guys know, thirty nine thousand three hundred followers. Okay, so the numbers that Abby is about to share with you 
make me want to stab my eyeballs out. So on an average day, we had between 100 and 100. Not 100,000, not 1,000, 100, and 300 people see our stories. And at the exact same time, Emily and I have around 10%. I'm like a 2,400 or something, and Emily's just over 3,000 followers. And I mean, we've both had our accounts different amounts of times and posted different ratios and paid attention, not paid attention, whatever. It doesn't matter. Fact of the matter is, we're not even, I mean, Emily started selling something recently, but for the most part, we're not really like doing business over here. And yet we were seeing on average 300 to 500 people watching our stories every single day on our personal account. Yeah. And mine's even higher than that recently when I started even getting more active on there. Like I'm like at 900 or a thousand. It's insane. And that's like... I mean, our big account wasn't doing well. Like it was dying. It was dying a slow death. It was dying. Just for reference. So 100 views of the amount of followers we have is 0.3%. Not even a half of percent of our followers were seeing our stories, watching our stories. Maybe they were seeing them and not giving a shit. Yeah, whereas on our personal side, like Emily's saying, basically almost up to 30% see her stories on an average day. And I mean, mine's around there. It's I'm getting somewhere in the four to 500 range pretty typically now. And, and in three days on our big account, we went from averaging 100 to 300 to averaging 400 to a thousand in three days. We didn't like post a new nine grid. We didn't dramatically change literally anything other than. Yeah. So now we're up to 1.28%. So we tripled our impressions in three days. So what did that tell us? And what does that mean for you and for us? So basically, well, so for me, what that said was, oh shit. A, us being not only more active on here, because that's not the answer. The answer is having conversations that people care about. Okay, so when we're doing that, we bump into more people's feeds. We literally got comments from people who were like, oh my God, you disappeared from my feed like forever ago and now I'm seeing you again. Okay, so now Instagram is favoring us because people are watching and then actually responding. So they're DMing us, they're answering polls, they're answering questions. So that tells Instagram that people aren't just clicking through. Okay, so this is the right kind of conversation. This is There are people still here who are looking for us and miss us and who want content from us. So instead of making y'all move somewhere new, just to really get the same results, because like to get a thousand views on a new account, we would have to have at least a thousand followers. Like if we're talking about like, it's not going to be a hundred percent of everyone, like we're going to have to have three to 5,000 followers getting there. How long is that going to take? Potentially we could do it really quickly because we do have a following and you move the super active engaged over. But at the same time, it's like we couldn't replicate those numbers necessarily in a couple of weeks. Like it could be months. It could be a year before we get back to that number. And so I was fully 
sure that we could get to a hundred impressions and two shakes. Like that wasn't going to be hard, but if we were going to try to get what we're getting now, like I couldn't replicate that on a new account necessarily. Could I potentially do more than that? Because I'm basically taking the super active and engaged and putting them on a new platform and culling our list. The unfortunate thing, and I've had this conversation with a couple of people in DMs and some people are like, it's a thing. And I'm like, not really. If it were a thing, I think it would be not only discussed by Instagram slash Facebook, but you would hear more of the like Instagram educators talking about it. You know, when you talk about email lists, you talk about like weeding out your cold subscribers. Like that's part of the process. And it's a very widely accepted practice. On Instagram, that is not a widely accepted practice, number one. Number two, it is a very manual, tedious, and I'm not even really sure ethical way of doing it. You end up like blocking and unblocking people. And I think you can technically delete people, but you would have to use an app do you want to go through that account of 40,000 no, people and do no. that yourself? And it's hard to say, like, did they actually want to stop following us? Or was it because our engagement was so low, they weren't seeing it. And so that's why they're not engaging. So I wasn't a fan of even attempting that. And I did look into it. I totally did look into it. But yeah. everything I we talked about doing that even before we talked about deleting the account. But when I looked into it, it all seemed really janky and like skeezy and not a place I wanted to go down. And so I guess my kind of takeaways, number one, if we're talking about Instagram specifically, if you want to increase engagement, you absolutely can't just talk at people. You have to encourage conversation. You're rewarded for people saving your posts. You are rewarded for people sharing your posts. You're rewarded for people commenting and leaving DMs and answering polls and using any of the sticker features. You are rewarded for all of those things. But I think my bigger takeaway is, and I shared this on a Facebook Live. I think what this shows me, and I've totally said this before, but I've started at some point, stop paying attention to what I was preaching and doing other things instead. But is there something in your business right now that you have decided is no longer of value? That's no longer worth it to you? That is taking up space, or perhaps the strategy is outdated, perhaps you need, you're need you thinking about a different platform or a different strategy, or I mean, changing what products you sell or how you sell or whatever. Is there something in your business right now that you basically have just written off? Because that's what we did with this account, essentially. We just wrote it off. You're dead to me. <laughs> basically, what happened if instead of just throwing it out and starting fresh and doing what you want, instead, you actually included people in the conversation, like going out of your way to include people in the conversation. Because over the last couple of days, I've had more conversations with our students and our followers than I have had in months, if not over a year. And I mean, they're not conversations for the sake of conversations. They're conversations for, I really genuinely want your ideas on this. Or what would you like to see over here? How could we improve this? What would you want? Like, 
I spent a lot of time on that. And not only did I walk away feeling good, like, cause it, some people would be like, that's just so much time. And da, da, da. no, like I walked away feeling so much better because now I know what people actually want to see. Yeah. Well, and like literally how many times have you and I had the conversation in the past year of just like, what do people want to hear about and talk about? And what do they want to hear on the show? And this, that, and the other. And I'm like, oh, this was a cool way to figure that out. (laughs) Honestly, a little overwhelmed because now we have so many messages and so many comments that I'm going to have to go through with a piece of paper and take some notes on what you guys said because I can't even keep up. Yeah. So basically where we ended up within a couple days, we decided to not delete our account. Decide to continue with the, the our plan for the new account on our existing account, so, which we'll tell you about soon. Exactly. So what do, like what are those conversations? And I think also in that conversation, I want to talk about how we're literally dividing it up because there's two of us, and what does that mean? Because that was a whole conversation. But now I think we're just like what feels fun for us to talk about over there doing it so we can start to like be in Instagram's favor so we can really get some true data on on who's still here and who's listening. So if that's you, go over to Instagram at Boss Project, watch our stories and say something. Say, hey, introduce yourself, ask a question, respond to a thing. Like Abby and I are the ones who are in the DMs seeing your stuff multiple times a day. You'll hear from one of us, but yeah, we see it and we respond. So, and if you're curious, like if you missed the beginning of, like if you weren't watching on Instagram when all of this unfolded, I did make a highlight over on Instagram. It says delete question mark. Watch that. I'd still love your feedback even after the fact. And because we want to continue to improve. I'll tell you this. I mentioned what happened on stories, but I didn't necessarily tell you what happened when I posted on the feed. Number one, we stopped all planned content on the feed like simultaneously because we're like, I don't know what you guys want. And so we're going to stop doing everything we have done all together, put a pause on it until we have a new plan. But with that being said, I did do one single post on our feed to kind of discuss what had happened and that we were thinking of not deleting after all. And in a matter of days, this one post that honestly, in terms of image, looks a lot like all our other images. Like it's not all that different. It is an updated picture, but I mean, that's irrelevant. What I said was definitely more thought provoking. And I definitely asked for comments and feedback. And in a couple of days, it rose to the top nine posts of the entire year, which there's, I mean, we're in August. So that, I mean, it had, you to, know, we're in August. It had <laughs> to go up quite a bit. We've gotten over 90 comments when the average was really sad at two or three comments. (laughs) And our reach was over 6,600, which is amazing, number one. But also 12% of the people who saw it aren't even following us because Instagram decided this was a relevant post for people. We saw 14 saves, seven shares, and it's still gaining momentum even several days after the fact, which in the past 
Post would have died in a couple of hours. So I'm not saying that we're now Instagram experts and we're going to go like teach we a course. We are like Instagram stars now. So if you have any Instagram questions whatsoever, don't ask me. I still don't know. I can tell you how to take a good picture. Yeah, totally. I got that. I can edit. It's fine. Yeah. But we just want to take you along for the ride. We're going to be sharing more of the saga and what our plans are for the future and how it ultimately impacts our business. But like I said, for now, hasn't made a difference one way or another. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor. To get podcast updates and all the behind-the-scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you'd join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.